Welcome to Vepar, a show where we explore the journeys of entrepreneurs and the businesses that they've built. I'm your host Sid and this week with me is Sailesh and Animesh, co-founders of OG Hemp, a company which makes paper and packaging materials from hemp. Now before we talk about paper from hemp, you know, the pain point here is deforestation and making paper from trees. So, you know, deforestation is a real problem and Although we are slowly moving to a digital economy, paper manufacturing isn't slowing down. Like, you know, it's still being used on a massive level. We're still consuming paper on a massive scale, which translates into cutting down millions of trees every year. And although paper manufacturers claim that, you know, they plant trees again, but an average tree takes at least two decades to grow back to its original size. So that ecological balance is twisted. And what OG Hemp is doing here is that, you know, they want to disrupt the entire process of how a paper is made. So hemp paper is more durable. The plant, the hemp plant takes only four months to grow. You know, it absorbs more CO2. It requires less water and land. Plus the cellulose content in the hemp fiber is way higher than what you get from trees. So in every way, you know, it, it sounds like a no brainer, but you, you got to wonder like, you know, why isn't this being done on scale then? Like, you know, what, what's holding him back? So we'll answer all of these questions and more in this episode. So let's hear it from the co-founders, Selesh and Animesh. It's a pleasure to finally have you on the show. Hey, thank you so much, Siddharth. The pleasure is all ours to be a part of your show. And thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. So... Before we talk about the process, the business, the distribution channels, what are the product offerings, what exactly you're doing with OG Hemp, I want to understand how has your journey been like, like Sailesh and Animesh, tell me something about your respective backgrounds. How did you start this journey into Hemp? Did you create a few more businesses? I remember Sailesh told me that he, he had a few other businesses. So tell me what's your story? Like, you know, how did you start? into entrepreneurship and then how did you stumble upon hemp as a product? So Siddharth, to start off with this, personally, my entrepreneurship started off in around in 2003 when I passed out of the college. And from that time, I was into a sustainable brick manufacturing plant along with my one of the co-founders, Sarabjit. So he was also with me and we, so we started off a sustainable brick manufacturing plant, which made bricks from fly ash, which is again a waste for power electricity generating plants. Wow. So then we moved on into, he moved on to Pune for sustainable alternatives of into water manufacturing and so on. And I started off with the first microbrewery in Kolkata called Raise the Bar. Nice. So that was a new kind of venture because India did not have any beer culture earlier coming up in the country earlier. And that time, all the beers we know are only the Kingfisher and the other brand, but still. Yeah. So we sold off that venture in 2018, where Animesh and I met regarding and had a conversation about this hemp crop, what it is okay. all about, everything. So from that time, actually, the journey of OGM started when we again reworked on this project called Hemp Paper, what we were trying to develop or something, because there were no manufacturers earlier in regarding to this category. So we had a lot of research part. We went to Barcelona, we went to Germany. In fact, Animesh was already there in Germany doing his master's in artificial intelligence and so on. And then we worked upon there and had some many research projects and then finally came up with a wonderful product called Hemp Paper. And yes. what about Animesh? Like, how did you start? How did you meet Sailesh? And tell so, me about that. Uh, so I met Sailesh and Sarabjit, I think in 2013. Uh, I just came out of my uh, engineering college, like did my bachelor's and they were doing business. I saw their plant. I went to their factory. I was looking at this brick, brick manufacturing plant. I was like, oh, nice, nice. That time I started working with TCS. So next two years I was, I was with uh, TCS and I was in Calcutta. So I had, I, I was meeting Salish. Uh, he was starting his brewery. Then I used to go check that what's happening there. But we didn't have any business. We had a friendship uh, and we uh, get along uh, quite nicely. Uh, so we used to, you know, hang out uh, sometimes. Then I moved to Germany in 2016. I applied for a course called Artificial Intelligence in Natural Sciences. I did it from University of Bielefeld. It's in the western side of the Germany. And it was very close to Netherlands. 
I went there. I was I was looking. I sh- I saw head shops. Okay, so they had this uh, all the uh, different kind of products. Then I started looking and I saw so many different kind of hemp products which was running around the the culture. You know, especially edibles. And then you go to Netherlands, you can find candies, chocolate. Uh, in which you get a flavor of it, you know, and you can choose it. That if you want to get high or you don't want to get high, if you just want to taste it, you can just get some for low THCs also, you know. And that just blew my mind. I was like, oh my god, this is like this is. <laughs> then I started researching more, you know. Uh, I started researching more. I was doing my studies also. So in the later, like in 2017, I started working seriously on the hemp part. I was like, okay, what what is there? Who are the people who are doing the, these things? Then I read that okay, Germany legalized the medicinal cannabis. Okay, then I was looking around and then I found a company called Hanfzeit. Uh, it was Hanfzeit. Hanf is uh, German uh, oh, hemp. Hmm. Uh, it is time. So a hemp time. They were producing hemp, okay, like uh, cannabis flowers, and they were using flowers to make different kinds of oils and these things. So I went to their whole setup. I saw growing that. I think that was a massive hit, which I got. That okay, I want to do this. I want to see hmm. these farms. I want to farm it. I want to get out of some products. Then I saw their products. They in 2018, I guess that time they were making a, a medicine of arthritis. And they got, I think, globally they won the uh, best hemp product award, Hanfzite, for uh, arthritis medicine. I was working with them for some data mining. Then I came back to India. I was looking at Nepal also, and I was trying, starting figuring out okay, what's happening in India and around India. Then this Nepal bags were uh, was around everywhere. You know, it was on Instagram and these places. So what I tried to do was I I wanted to know the business. So I tried connecting the hippie market of uh, Spain and Italy with the hemp bags of Nepal. So I started uh, delivering that from there uh, and connected my friends. So so I got a bit of money and also the interest. Okay, how you have to think about it. That was the time when I was talking to Selish. Uh, he also wanted to do something new. Uh, I asked him to okay, if you want, you can travel to uh, you come to Europe. Let's party and let's see what's happening. And then then we were in talks like for one two months because uh, his main idea was like our main idea was to create something new. Mm. Uh, like it was very easy just to you know get into the market and try and sell the products that pe- people are selling. Okay, that's the best way. I, I think in the first few months we were trying to do that only. Uh, either you bring the products in India or take Indian products outside. So that was the idea. But later we I found out that okay it has a massive ground to play hemp. There, there is very less players, so it has a massive ground and you can reach very far. So we wanted to create something new. That was the mm. main motto, and then we started researching, 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 and we came on paper. That's how we chose paper. We saw that no one is doing paper. We accepted that challenge and processed it further. Yeah, got it. That's that's quite interesting. So you found the applications of hemp when you were studying in Germany, and you came across this very interesting business, and that struck an idea in your mind that you know why yeah, are yeah. we not doing this in India? Yeah, and especially because when I started reading, India is a mother plant. Like mother country of this plant, it's everywhere in India, but we don't use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Understood. And this brings me to my next question. So, when you were deciding what business to build based on the hemp applications, why did you choose hemp paper? Like there are, I think there's a lot of other applications like skincare, medicinal applications. So, what was it about hemp paper that appealed to you guys and that created OG Hemp in the first place? See, on a on a personal level, uh, I wanted to do something something in field of medicinal cannabis, like using bud and create something new, which is because money in this industry is is in the medical part of it mm-hmm. almost till now. But then we saw opportunity towards the industrial part of cannabis, and then we saw how India is placed currently. Is they are we are not allowed to use buds and the leaves. And also, you can't import or export it with THC levels, and there are a lot of norms on top of it. So the best way to go ahead was industrial part of it. Now, in industrial part, what what things do you have? You have seeds, okay, which you can crush, make oil, or maybe you know eat edibles, make edibles out of seeds, or use fibers to make clothes or paper or plastics, bio bioplastics, or you use roots and these parts and come out with arthritis medicine or these kind of things. So then we uh, saw that in industrial part seeds they are already leading, 
there were some players in india there were players outside also so that didn't stuck us apart the idea was to stand different so that we are recognized in a much better way and also we uh, like come with something which adds value to the cannabis industry and mm. we saw a gap where there was paper then we researched about papers then we saw okay it used to happen before it had a long history ayurveda ke papers likhe hue the iske upar bible was written on the first bible was written on hemp paper so it has lot of evidence from the past but nothing uh, concrete in the future then then we saw okay fibers let's research on papers we tried making papers we failed and then it slowly progresses so we the idea was to stand different and add value so that the industry grows you know understood yeah. and for me siddharth if you will say that from starting i have been talking this on various podcasts and many things i saw a wonderful opportunity in terms of future innovative products that could be brought into market that the world actually needs it mm-hmm. so as a wonderful business opportunity as we saw that hemp has over 50 different thousand applications and if you there are hardly people who are trying out different new products might be in topicals there are new players with different brands where new but there are, someone has to try out these 50000 applications to change the current alternative what we are already getting as paper need so many trees to cut down but in this hemp paper it does not require all those things so some of these problems can be solved so there are more and more newer versions that could be come out and innovative things that could be done so we are in process let's see and before i talk about how you create paper from hemp how is hemp better than making paper from trees like you you're making paper from hemp tell me how it is better like what are the benefits of making paper from hemp because when i spoke to you i thought that you know it was a no brainer like this is how paper should be made so can you just uh, tell me a bit about that so paper is somehow actually very much this hemp paper i'll note down i'll tell you the whole small and brief description what the hemp differentiation between the hemp and the normal paper so what we are trying to is do is replace all that paper that could be used by plant based resources rather than tree based resources so we are comparing here all the trees related paper with plant based paper the trees we need 20 to 50 years for a tree to grow whereas hemp can be grown in another 3 to 4 months a full cycle and if grown for fiber it can be grown up to a height of 12 feet and that could fetch you in 12 months so the area needed for the trees is much larger and whereas in the same area four times more paper actually can be made out of those raw material so the cellulose content if you talk about a little bit more technical part the raw material which is used for making paper is the cellulose and in hemp it consists in 70 to 80% whereas in, in trees it is just 25 to 30% the paper made out of hemp can be recyclable up to 8 to 10 times and for mm. trees it is hardly 3 to 4 times maximum whereas it has a lot of all other problems also the our paper is totally compostable in fact sarabjit put one portion of the paper in his soil and he actually found out that the paper can be compostable in 50 days altogether because there is no such chemicals that has been used to make out of these papers and the main thing is the paper industry the current wood paper pulp industry is the highest polluting 37% of the world pollution in terms of chemicals in terms of other applications comes out from the paper industry altogether from the world and around the size of 58 football fields is cut down every minute just for wow. the paper making processes that is insane that is insane and i'm just thinking like why is this not like you you guys are doing an tremendous job you know conserving the planet and also creating something really sustainable out of it but my question is why has it taken us so long to understand the benefits of hemp because like you just mentioned all of these things and i think that there is no way that you should make paper from a tree because it doesn't make sense so why has it taken so long for us to realize this i'll make it a very short one in fact there are very few people like animesh thakur to create awareness about this magical crop in this earth we need more people like him and the other advocates who are so much advocate about the hemp crop its wonderful applications and teach people what the different things can be possibly done Please. yes see i think if if we talk generally like india ka to theek hai india india doesn't want to research na india ka alag hi problem india doesn't want to research they just want to eat the cake they don't want to bake the cake on a global level 
uh, i think this plant was uh, see it came like with with henry ford and a lot of people were researching about it on that part but it has a it had a, a stigma of this you know thc or yeah. or the psycho element it adds to it uh, so uh, while uh, usda like which uh, which like fda which is uh, doing the food processing and these things in usa like giving license they tried this they tried it on rats i think you have seen in some movies also they tried it on rats and they gave a very bad effect to it they tried it on some people and they banned it they banned mm-hmm. the plant and also the money involved into it you know they gave they gave the name of the whole black marketing and all these things that okay it is uh, uh, spoiling our kids and all those then america only forced other people to stop and ban this plant that's how india also came and in 1985 uh, during rajiv gandhi's time uh, he allowed okay let's do a ban on this but the research was already uh, been going you know but no one is accepting this uh, because i think if you take a wood industry if, if i talk about my industry a wood industry is like 100 200 years old this industry is so big they don't want to disrupt it if i talk to a wood industry they will never say that they are polluting the environment we are we are growing trees you know if you ask them they'll say okay we cut trees but we grow trees but then we again you cut it but every country started doing good in 90s i think israel came with a with a very big document on him uh, the big breakthrough document especially in the medicinal part of it uh, after that i think us had to accept things and they started researching about that uh, and then slowly uk also turned up on onto it the medicinal part that's why it grew up very good in last 30 years but the industrial part of it started doing good in like uh, last 10 years but there are a lot of evidence that hemp was being used before you know if you see uh, there is a documentary on second world war by america okay in that they are showing in their video that they are using hemp ropes uh, and this is in a documentary on youtube i think there are small significance around it but no one took a big step you know saying that okay we want to do it from the front right now also there there has been issues in usa there are still people who are saying that okay you should not allow this uh, this is a gateway drug to all the other drugs i agree with you because i think like once an industry has been set up and there are so many players in it they don't want to lose business right like the the people who are making paper from trees they are big companies i think and they also control the policy making and they can lobby better than than people who are just getting in the hemp space so that that is a big problem and this problem is with everything i think with cotton also if you say they don't want other players to come and come in the market that's why cotton is holding that game but farmers are not getting the benefits yeah and but i i think that hemp is inevitable now like it's it's reached a stage where yes you can't ignore it it's inevitable and the benefits are clear for everyone to see and i i hope that more people come into this space they realize the benefits and just like you guys are doing transform the earth i think this is one crop which could save us as a species if we you know make most of the things from hemp like you mentioned 3 to 4 months to grow it it requires less water i think uh shailesh also mentioned that it consumes more carbon dioxide than normal trees so in every sense of the way it is a better plant and let's see let's see how the ball rolls i, I know that you guys have more expertise i'm just a guy who speculates but i really wish that uh, hemp yeah. takes the main stage so let's take a segue here and talk about the business so you've created og hemp which makes paper from hemp you know extract cellulose so tell me how the process works like from the start to the end how do you procure the hemp how is it processed is the processing different from how a normal paper is made tell me something about the process from a to z like from procuring the hemp till the final product how does it okay. yes so uh, we procure uh, bast fibers long bast fibers either from uttarakhand or from europe or usa so we have some samples from us outside also and from uttarakhand also the process goes like so we take a fiber we comb the fiber first okay we comb the fiber we take the impurities out of the fiber we clean it then it goes for beating you know we cut chop the fibers down okay so there is a tumbler which beats the fiber to make pulp it continues like it revolves with water it revolves revolves for 6 to 7 hours Uh, and during that process we add a, some bleaching agents to it uh, but not chlorine or sulfur 
you know so that's how it's different from if if you go with the normal pulp processing of any paper they use sulfur and chlorine especially chlorine to white the fibers but we don't do that we use hydrogen peroxide uh, a small amount of it that is also not very healthy but you have to give it a little brightness so our paper doesn't look super bright we, it looks natural white so that's the process after that we make pulp then we test the pulp how how uh, thick it is how smooth it is going on the uh, rollers or the belts the pulp transfers into the belt and slowly the belt st- starts moving there is a heating process to it small heating process then guy stands out he cuts the paper down and then he hangs it in the sun for natural dyeing so we don't use this chemical heated process to dry those we use natural sun to dry the papers okay completely down after drying the papers we put it into calendaring okay so there is a sizing done okay so people check the papers okay if it's good or not and then it goes for calendaring calendaring is a process where you press the paper where you press the paper to make it smoother it goes into that uh, process and then uh, it goes for cutting and then we get the papers understood understood that's quite a comprehensive process like from procuring then so many other yeah. processes like yes. obviously i i missed out on a few i think uh, couldn't grab but it's it's a comprehensive process yeah especially the processing of the fibers take a bit of time to make the pulp better so that it goes on the uh, the belt of the the production machine because the current process, uh, machine which is with wood pulp they are very fine the fibers are very fine that's why they are not uh, strong enough also our fiber is like so strong we have to beat it like normal pulp will go uh, in a beater for 2 hours our our pulp goes for 6 hours so that's you know the difference how hard the fiber is uh, to cut it down and to make it more softer so we have to go through the 6 hour process there so the processing part took a time also the processing part took a lot of research for us so we tried it it didn't go on the belt it uh, was not making papers uh, we, then we make papers it crumbled the paper crumbled down very badly and again we uh, did we add we added few things we understand okay let's do in this way let's do in this way so then we found out okay this is the process that's how we get pulp and then you put it on the belt in fact an image there was a time where i and you were discussing about let us shift over to the hemp paper manufacturing thing and let us shift to something else and once there was a <laughs> yeah. time all were thinking let us also make a brand of ogm and sell topicals or something like other thing by private white labeling so but we again on the next two tries we got the final pulp delia made and this is how we, the paper thing was exactly made so it was a dream come true in the first day when we actually printed the paper on our printing machines at my office so that when the print came out fantastically well that was a wow moment oh yes now this printers have the yeah, papers are at least achieved till a stage that we can print it the normal laser printer yeah then slowly we started checking okay what kind of products can be made out of it we tried stationery we tried packaging materials we tried food grade packaging uh, we tried coatings on that so we tried different kind of products then we saw saw okay these are our limitations these are the limitations of printing these are the limitations of product development we are still not doing heavy boxes you know in packaging we are doing small boxes so that's that's the area we still have to go ahead with the papers and what is one segment where you where you seen a lot of demand like in the packaging materials or even in the paper that you're making from him and the different i think skus is is that yeah, what yeah. you call it yes, which sir. one or two skus are you seeing lot of demand like you know it's it's really catching on uh, see paper paper has a lot of demand paper has a lot of demand i think 50% of our orders are generally papers okay uh, and then then customizable products uh, like hand tags bags clothing organic clothing tags pouches uh, we have sold a lot of business cards so stationery and business card also excite people a lot so business card i i, I should say business cards papers and uh, hand tags and bags that's understood. like currently looks like a mvp to me understood other than that i just like to show that personally my these diaries are very favorite as we can call it the totally organic diaries this this is made from him yeah, yeah this is 100% made of wow. him like to just tell you the might be the limitations that we had so we had printed the inner paper the printing could not be done so this is a uv printing that we tried on our paper and come out fantastically well 
So anyone who is wishing to have a diary with no carbon footprints or anything like that, then this is the best choice. So awesome. generally those people who has awareness about the hemp crop and already much more into sustainability prefer these items. This really like, I, you, you can't tell the difference. Like it's really just like a normal paper. I, I was, I, I had this thing in my mind, like, you know, hemp paper might be a little different, like puts to usme alag hoga or something like that. But this is exactly like that. So you will actually feel the difference when you will take it in your hand because the paper will feel much more stronger. The paper will feel much more durable and this things last. Actually, if there is some brand who is looking for these certificates made out of hemp, then these certificates will last. So these type of paper applications are wonderful things that we are already in trying the processes. Awesome, man. I'll, I'll order one uh, diary for my <laughs> sister from OGM after this conversation ends. Uh, all right. So, you know, this is a very new industry and I wanted your inputs on the challenges that you face. Like in the initial days, I, I think you told me that there were a lot of trial and error in the manufacturing process, figuring out how to make paper. But once you figured all of that out and you started OG hemp and, you know, you started selling paper and different packaging materials on a daily basis right now, what is one big challenge that you face in scaling the company? If you could tell me that. If you'll ask me, financial thing is always a part that plays a major part in any company for scaling up. So yes, right now we have developed so many of products. We have developed over 100 SKUs. So now scale up those handmade paper production thing and making it big to the all the global market is definitely a process for which requires a lot of money, a lot of inputs, a big team, value chain and systems that needs to be done in place and so on. So we are working on that. In fact, finance would say it's a, not a big problem, but it's the part that we are seeking forward to now to scale it up. Mm -hmm. As, other than that, the team management and everything is a big part. We are also learning every day. Animesh is upgrading his knowledge in terms of managing different teams under him and there. So this is thing, something we are evolving every day and trying to learn. I'll not say it is a challenge because it is a part of the game. If you want to make anything happen, then you have to be in the game and execute all the things that come your way. So we are in on this journey, whatever it takes. Yes. Yeah, so this is like everyday challenges that we face, but I think the hemp industry overall has a challenge of the supply chain. The supply chains are still not verified. Okay. The people say that, okay, we are a hemp manufacturer or, or a supplier of fibers, you know, but the genuinity of, of these things are still very on a very, you know, novice level uh, you mm. still can't verify it on other pages or or these kind of things you have to go dig deeper ask better questions to understand this also the whole if you want to learn about hemp and cannabis i think there's still not too much data on internet you still have to dive into the books or the research papers of it so the challenges starts from the very beginning you know from the very beginning that okay you choose the plant then you choose what part of the plant you want and then you start reading about it then you want to, okay what product do you want from that plant the process is long, but the field is empty. So if you take time, if you dig deeper, uh, for the new people who are still listening to us, uh, you have to dive into the books. You have to check what are the best books of hemp available. Especially in Amazon India, you won't get it. You have to order it from UK or US. I did. Now I think there are some books which is available here. Other than that, I think the whole community is still figuring out how to come together, you know, especially in India, I guess like okay all the hemp players together they can come and develop a ecosystem i think still that is missing in the chain other than that what's alish told you know there is a financial need to es escalate everything up uh, so we are still figuring out that part also we are working towards giving better products to our clients i told you like packaging boxes we have to go a bit more good on that uh, printing if the printings are very difficult in this then also we lack on those parts so uh, trying more printers trying more printing machines, trying different kinds of products uh, are still going on that part. So still we have to develop a lot of product on that side. So still like a lot of R&D is, is going on on a daily yeah, basis. You're still experimenting with of stuff. And in course. fact, today I got a lot of conversations at a, we had a meeting in the morning, a team meeting. And in fact, all the, the agenda was keep on innovating in terms of printing and in terms of paper, because the right now the demand is huge. But still, we have to execute individual clients in a proper way. So there have been demands coming out from the US, 
they wanted the modern types of boxes that we couldn't produce right now, but with the research part is already going on. So one of our team members is constantly researching in terms on the field and off the field in terms of product development, paper manufacturing, printing techniques, and getting all these things in place. And who are your clients? Like, is is it more B2B or B2C? Like the hemp paper industry and what you're creating with OG Hemp, does it appeal more to the B2B segment? Like corporates, you know, big clients, or even you, you see demand from B2C, like individual customers yeah. as well? We want to entertain B2B more. So that's our segment. But slowly we like last three months before we started our e-commerce platform also from last two years we are doing b2b also personal products but more focus is towards b2b clients the clients that we get gen- generally are the clients who are doing organic business like an organic clothing brand organic food brand they want packaging for their uh, cereals or their products that they are selling so organic the people who are into this industry they quite often they come to us and other than that i think there are printers paper manufacturers like green gifting companies these kind of clients also come to us a lot so that fits into the organic ecosystem like you help those guys close the organic ecosystem by uh, giving them the packaging and other other materials yes yes Mm -hmm. because that suits the big business uh, exactly where we want and to just to add, we have right now clients in 20 different countries over six different continents. So as a hemp is a more mature market in US, EU, Australia, and so on. So from these places, we generally get a lot of inquiries and those inquiries also convert into orders. So we are looking more traction. Overall, if you will say that 70% of our revenues come from B2B and 30% we are seen as a B2C. And do you also sell on these big e-commerce platforms like Amazon, Flipkart? Are you also available there or you you just selling through your own website and what's your distribution channel like? So the planning right now is to develop a base of us. So there is an e-commerce platform that we have, but we want other players to come on the market. So we don't want to go on Amazon and sell on ourselves. We want the people who are already selling on Amazon or who wants to start a business of him. So we are welcoming aggregators in the game. Uh, because we we are a B2B company and we want to focus more on manufacturing part of it, creating the best products out of it. So we are still not going in that field, uh, you know, uh, selling on big uh, e-commerce platforms, but via, via we are selling, via aggregators and mm-hmm. on those. Understood. And just to close this loop about distribution channels and target markets and stuff like that. So when, when you think of OG Hemp, you know, what is one thing that differentiates you from other players? Because First of all, is there any other player in India who is making paper from him? In India, I think there are some players, one or two players who are making papers from him. But if they are making 100% hemp or not, that is a question. In fact, globally also, there were some players in US who are making different and using 25% post-consumable material in that. So our motto was to make any product that could be totally made out of hemp fiber. So we made our product till that research and then implemented into the machine. So it could be made from 100% hemp fibers. And what is your differentiating factor? Like, you know, if you think about OG Hemp, what is your unique selling proposition or what is something like you've developed that separates you from your competition that really ups your game? Is there anything... Like that comes to your mind. Yes. So the people who are in hemp paper industry, there are few clients, but they haven't reached on a level where they can print things. They can print, they can develop products. They can only give you papers, you know, just for writing or doing something. So they haven't uh, leveled up their quality of papers to fix, goes through all the printing processes, takes all the fabrication. So we are very good at it now. We, we can see a design and we know, okay, if it will be suiting our paper or not, or what kind of fabrication you have to do on this papers from making uh, dyes to adjusting the printers of, uh, of different like offset screen, UV printing, uh, leather printing. So I think that is our main proposition that we have researched so much on our paper that, okay, what is its limitations and what is our strength on that? I think no one is doing on this level. The people are doing it just as a hobby or us trying to start a business. Uh, a lot of players in India also, they are selling our paper only. So I, I don't think there is anyone in India who is doing papers. There are few people who are in USA who are doing it. Before, I think China used to do it. I don't know what's 
right now but there is no such company who is doing it my competition is i think wood paper industry but there is no player in the hemp paper so we are not competing with them we are competing with an industry which we want to replace if i think in that way i think we are chemical free we use better and eco friendly inks our paper are, is completely compostable no chemical has been used into it and the money goes directly to the farms once you buy this because we are buying it from the farmers so i think that that's the best part where we are competing right now uh, but of course on the level of making products we are way behind and we have to give them a good competition in that part and to just add on to that quality is always a thing that i personally feel that should not be compromised anyhow so in fact there are many products that we have rejected earlier that could not be possible or made be could not look nice on the client's design so we straightforwardly tell them that right now this is not possible but then we take this as a motto and a target to yes we have to make our products at least better and compatible with these designs and anything so this way we have evolved for the last one and a half years and instantly trying to do better so the the research and the intellectual property that you guys have developed is is what sets you apart and you have like way more experience how to print hemp paper like you mentioned like no one else is printing hemp paper in a way that you guys are doing and all the research that you do is what sets you apart i think that's really good to have a competitive edge and like you mentioned your competition is actually the people who make paper from trees so i think that's an easy competition because as as people grow aware and they realize that and as i think as you scale also the pricing will come down so i think definitely exciting times ahead for you guys and shifting conversations a bit here so i was also interested to know your take on the hemp industry like you know what do you think is the future of hemp not only in the paper industry but also all the other applications that it has and what do you think are some traditional industries that hemp is going to disrupt in in the next 5 to 10 years i'll add a very quick note to that to all my investors what i give the numbers is the financial numbers that right now hemp is valued around 4.7 billion in the us and all together the market is there so but that is projected to grow at a very faster rate to reach about 25 billion usd till 2023 in fact so there's a huge market that anyone who is coming to this industry and wants to join it that there is any different new products that he could explore and there is such a huge market that could be created and will be created so hemp is definitely a big opportunity it's just that you need to have your consistent product with innovative things that always needs to do it better if i take let's let's see this years i think this time when presidential elections were happening in us the us also did a draft on asking people to vote on weed you know on cannabis do you want to use it or not so so they did a voting in on that and out of 50 states i think 42 states have legalized now you now legalized the consumption of cannabis also the industrial part of it medical medicinal part of it and you can grow on your own the government has started giving the license i think that will create more farmers i think that is the base that the world has to look at that we have to start farming hemp you know farming and the processing of hemp it has to come on a very big level if you take any country if you take us if you take india the only country who is doing good is china us is also getting their maximum if you do it on a bigger level you have to get yarns and fibers from china to do that because they are also not upscaling on that level selling on that level i think this is the most important part uh, going next 10 years that how many farms comes up and total production of hemp all over the world increase should increase that much that people start uh, making businesses out of it but if i think about the products in 15 20 years medicinal cannabis will be leading the market tropicals will be leading the market like the skin care products consumables you know like i told you like hemp candies chocolates these kind of things are are a very good sales uh, in canada uh, there there is a company i don't remember his name its name they have a whole breakfast items made out of him so this is going on that level because now you have a control on thc that okay we can reduce that thc so that is one part i think the if the game has to be bigger in next 20 years the world has to come up and lift their farmers india also has to make the policies and help the farmers to grow it and also set up a processing unit to it because in india i believe it's only legal to grow it in uttarakhand right now isn't it like uh, you cannot yes, grow it anywhere yes. else 
you can but i think you have to take permission and it has to be under government control right now uttarakhand is the only place where you get a proper license to grow but you can't still can't use buds and leaves you have you can only use fibers seeds or the stem but there is no processing of it you know so the processing is only done by the farmers there so there are a lot of impurities in the fibers and that adds so much money for us because we have to clean it we have to do processing so so you know this structure is no, still not defined there is still not stability to that it's not organized in a way like yeah, it's the, not organized the, like the wood paper industry that paper yes. from trees is completely organized end to end that is something which is still pending yes. to be you yes. know happening in the hemp space and once that happens then i think yeah. hemp will blow up in a in a yes. big so the space. whole supply chain will start from the farming right so that is a point uh, which people i think the world will try to figure out how to create more farmers and also how to shift farmers from other crops to this crop in us canada now they talk hemp as a cash crop uh, europe europe is doing wonderful job in the research part of it Uh, especially the medicinal part of it so you will be seeing uh, how you do you say in we in india we say ayurveda right the organic organic natural consumption food which you take as vitamins and these kind of items like uh, ayurveda ayurvedic items you know that is very popular in europe i think in that segment also hemp is coming and taking its part and coming very big so i think medicinal cannabis will be following like on a big time and then this whole supply chain of fibers seeds that will blow up first i hope so i i really hope like after talking to selish on the call that day i just feel that this is a wonder crop and as people realize the benefits of hemp obviously like there are some negatives i think that that is what has held hemp back because you can get high if you consume it and if the thc levels are high but if you just take out the negative parts and if you see the positives then this plant could entirely transform our planet i i would say not only like individual countries the entire planet could be transformed we call this plant as this plant can heal you clothe you feed you house you so it has all the basic amenities that human kind needs not to mention that it was there in our earlier atharveda out of five sacred crops hemp was mentioned as one of them so there must be some reason that has been long history attached to it but it just need we are exploring it right now all right and you know i want to take another segue here and i want to talk about the co-founders so you are three co-founders who have created og hemp how is it running a company with three co-founders because normally we see like you know there are two co-founders i've also seen companies which have seven co-founders like bombay hemp company i think has seven co-founders so what are some pros and cons like you know when you have more than one person who is leading the company in fact to talk over here yes, that not three co-founders we have a core team of six players six members two players are already there in spain mark and munir are there we recently opened up a subsidiary over there to look after er eme operations and everything as our main target is global whereas vishal is also there who looks after all our operations and takes the shittiest job of executing things on ground animesh is always the main research man behind and he all keeps us on toes to make it organic to delete the extra carbon generating processes so wherever we are emitting carbon he comes up on our heads and see that how it is can be done organically and without those energies and we can actually save some more things in our future processes whereas sarab ji takes all the orders and he looks after mostly the sales part the marketing part and so on and i overall manages all them individually and along them they all manage me individually <laughs> to create the whole ecosystem of getting everything done right now we have different streamlines in marketing sales and many interns working with us so it's a great thing earlier also with raise the bar we managed around 50 to 70 employees over there so it's good to learn we are learning every day we are learning trying to gain knowledge in respective fields such as marketing sales also manufacturing as this was already in, at least our core for the last 10 years when we are into brick manufacturing plant and when you are a good path people also join you in your journey to lift your products and everything and the whole system get created understood uh, and i think the easiest part for working like because three co-founders you ask like okay like what are the pros and cons i think we knew each other from before you know so this business came very late but we knew each other like 
we used to hang out a lot. Um, Sarabjit and Sailesh knew each other from business perspective also. Also, the family relation was there. Then I came along. I was also a good friend of them. I think it's more friendship that took this company. And that's why we don't uh, feel that much that we have three co-founders. But I think in this company right now, everyone is a founder. You know, all the players that he told you. So everyone is working on, the, on their own. And I think right now the core team is doing very good. I should call the whole core team a founder because they we are still found, finding something which is taking out of it. And Selesh is the hook, you know. He keeps on a gel between me, Sarabjit, Vishal and everyone. It's easy, but it's not that easy also. Sometimes there are diversions of ideas. And I, I like I like to listen no, you know. We have a thing that, okay, if you can say no, please say no. You know, we we cut each other's work and things that we question, question it so that we always improve on the quality. That is a challenge uh, with the personality and also now business is uh, involved into it. It's taking on a different level, but, but I think we are still learning, especially with me. I think I'm learning relationships also. I'm learning business also. Uh, and now together it's, it's merging. So let's see. Wow. I really like the point that you mentioned that everyone is a founder. That that's really impressive. Like, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't see a lot of people saying that, you know, everyone is a founder in the company. So that's a great mindset. I would say the way you're seeing everyone who is working in the company. And just to add on Siddharth, company overall, if you'll say that is not an individual for four or five people and the, only the co-founders, is that all the processes that have been involved, even your investors, even your players, your manufacturing partners, your correlators, as it, they are all a part of the company. And for a company to grow, you have to grow each and every one. You cannot miss out on your marketing team. You cannot miss out on your production team. So each and individual, every person needs to grow for the company to become a big company. Exactly, exactly. All the stakeholders need to be happy for yes. the company to succeed. That's that's a great mindset, great thought process. And my last question to you guys, five or 10 years down the line, when you see the journey of OG Hemp till now, and you when you project the journey of OG Hemp, what's your vision for the company? Are you in the process of entering any new product lines, new revenue streams, launching any new SKUs, or, you know, even like entering into a different use case of him. So what's your vision for OG Hemp five years down the line? See, very frankly, as Animesh said, the main challenge right now we are facing is the farming of the hemp crop. So who knows five years down the line or be 10 years down the line, if we do not see any traction, then we might move on to the actual farms and grow hemp by ourselves. This could be possibly done, but backward integration is always there in our mind and the strategies that we are planning for our five-year vision. Uh, definitely our five-year vision will be to uh, become a MNC in paper manufacturing with related to hemp plant with multiple various applications of the paper. We are trying to roll out the roles that we are making in the Spanish subsidiary. So mechanization of these papers and scaling up with different applications, we are trying out cardboards and tissue papers that could be possibly done from hemp paper. So all these things are planned for the five years down the line. And for the 10 years, it's altogether a different scene. We cannot predict over a year for the next two years, but for the 10 years, hemp industry is definitely a disruptive one. We would be one of the players disrupting one or two industries in that category, at least. Yes, I think uh, we want to make better papers, you know, making paper in rolls, making paper of thicker GSM, making waterproof, making food grades, making uh, printable papers. So that's that's a challenge that we are uh, trying to improve every day. Uh, also, the whole mac mechanized and a sustainable process, you know, organized process. We are still finding a way to see how organized and optimized we can be. Understood. That's that's interesting. I wish you all the best for this journey that you've started. I wish that OGM becomes an MNC in the next two years. It grows at a mm -hmm. tremendous pace. You crush everything that comes in your way. And just, just I'm curious about one thing. What what is OG? Like, I understand the hemp thing. What is OG? Like, how did you, what's the okay. story behind the name? Okay. Uh, have you Have you heard OG before? Have you heard OG? It, I think it's used for like some rappers or something correct, like correct, kind correct, of rapping. Correct. So um, I've been I have been a fan to uh, the rapping industry. I rap as an art because it's poetry with beats. I love poetry. I love reading also poetry. I write a bit. This whole uh, I like the way the whole rappers came into the power. You know, this whole culture of rapping came from you know from pain. 
from pain because they were feeling they were they were bad they were they were treated bad they came out they they fighted with music so i think that was a very big inspiration and there is a word called og which is being used there no it is it is being used for original people if you go outside mnm and the old tupac mm. and these people are called og so o, the full form of og is original gangsters so we are original <laughs> gangsters of him and why we are so because we think india is the og of this plant india i told you india is the mother country of this plant you can find cannabis everywhere just go look around the bushes to find a cannabis plant so that, that's why i call like we are the og that's a really good good name and that's like this the story behind it is yeah. awesome man like original gangsters of hemp that's yeah. <laughs> that has a that has a certain feel to it so yeah all right that's awesome you know i had a wonderful time hosting you guys uh, really wish to keep in touch with you guys and yeah. again all the best thank you for coming on the show thank you sitar thank you the pleasure was all ours it was fun to talk with you yeah man okay. uh, nice interview and you were very uh, calm and very like <laughs> so nice talking to you sir that does it for today's edition of vipar if you're looking to reduce your carbon footprint and want to take a look at what og hemp is creating you know they've got some really good products check out their website they are also putting on some great content on how hemp is superior what are the benefits of the hemp plant and they're creating a lot of awareness in this space so i will keep all the links in the description check it out and i have ordered my hemp diary already and i'm quite excited so i will drop a review whenever the diary comes to my house and if you've got any feedback for me and what we should improve in the podcast just reach out to us at vyaparpodcast@gmail.com or just hit me up on my twitter handle whatever works for you so take care and we'll catch you in the next episode